0: Greenlight Network presents football time. and hey, welcome to the football time show. We're- week three of the college football season week two was a little bit better for yeah. our man dynamite david <laughs> came out of the blocks hot and uh finished strong there uh, certainly so let's get into week three what do you think about week three we thought week two was a little light uh Week three, pretty, pretty light. Not (laughs) even uh, a a lot of marquee matchup games, uh, really, that we're looking forward to over this week. But what would you make of the week three slate here?
1: Yeah, looking ahead at week three, uh, definitely it's a little leaner than uh, week two. At least in week two, we had some good divisional matchups, especially in the SEC. Um, So really had to dig to to find some action that I I thought was really worth it this week. But, uh, you know, we still got football this weekend, so nothing too much to complain about.
0: And they put lines on these games, and uh, we bet on them. So let's get into Week 2 back there. Uh, You were much, much better in Week 2. You ended up having... A total net of 1465.90. So uh, 4,090 and 90 in wins and 265.25 in losses. So you came out positive, hit a couple of uh, nice little games there, Uh, especially uh, USC was a nice one for you. Uh, And um, the South Carolina game, you turned out to be right on that. Sort of. <laughs> I will say, I bet you were holding on a little there at the end as South Carolina kept driving down for cheap points. But uh, nonetheless, uh, got Arkansas. Uh, it would be nice if uh, South Carolina might have learned how to defend the off-tackle play that uh, Arkansas ran, I don't know, 75 straight times. Um, but uh, nonetheless, back in the positive. So your new balance goes up to 20750 Uh What fifty. What'd you like about Week 2?
1: Uh, yeah, you know, I, I picked a lot of favorites, but a lot of favorites really kind of carried the day. Uh, I was a little bummed out on North Carolina. Yeah, uh, I had a minus seven and a half. I, I think I would have hit that, and I had a, a parlay uh, riding on that one as well. Uh, they, they couldn't quite uh, cover that hook at minus seven and a half, so I was a little bummed there, but uh, other than that, all in all, it was a good week. I think I went ten and five on my straight yeah. bets, so that's pretty solid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remained in the positive after uh, about a uh, 600-profit win last week. Only about 337, like you said. I I lost a couple of those straight bets, the ones we went head-to-head. South Carolina didn't quite uh, stand up and cover, uh, and neither did uh, Stanford. I didn't have a ton of Stanford, but uh, the South Carolina one where I had the triple on that, the under... Uh, the South Carolina money line and the South Carolina spread went over three on that one. A little bit more points scored in that game yeah. than I thought, but uh, nonetheless, I, I did hit three parlays, three, three team parlays on that I, one.
1: I will say real quick on that South Carolina game, uh, Beamer really knows how to, to keep a team fighting. Yeah. though They're losing. Uh, so, uh, I expect them to break through eventually. Yes. I just I don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm.
0: they do need to defend a little. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've never seen a team uh, you know get so fired up when they're down three touchdowns. Yes, I know. <laughs> that,
0: I think that was part of why I liked it because I, I saw that last year. It, it didn't matter. They could be getting killed, which Arkansas was killing them the whole game. I, I mean, that score, uh, what it was, was not even indicative of the game. But uh, it, it was sitting right there. South Carolina had two possessions in a row to go down and get that cheap touchdown cover that spread. And I was holding on there that i I'd get one of those, but didn't quite get it. But uh, I did hit three parlays uh, last yeah. week. Uh, so that's five parlays yeah. in the first two weeks that I've hit. And then uh, somehow it got even weirder uh, for my underdog money line parlays. I didn't do the round robin this week, but uh, I made four. In three of them, I hit one leg in each. So uh, somehow, I'm finding ways to be in the ball game in my money line parlays. But I haven't hit uh, quite big one yet. But three thirty seven twenty seven was the net profit uh, for me overall. So that brings my balance up to twenty six thousand and five forty six cents, hovering around there. Maybe get in a slot play with that extra change. <laughs> All right, let's get into week three. We we talked about it pretty. Light slate, let's start out in the ACC. Uh, Friday night, Florida State-Louisville. Louisville, Uh, Louisville, I I made a last-minute money line bet on them last week and uh, sort of barely pulled it out. That game versus Central Florida was really, really bad. But uh, Louisville, nonetheless, got the win. Florida State continued um, to win let's say I, I don't know look good would be the proper term but they won so a matchup here Florida State two and a half point favorites at Louisville what do you think of this game going into it
1: yeah you know both of these teams I, I look at Louisville you know week one they just got destroyed by uh, Syracuse uh, but then they come back and get a good win against the UCF team that I thought was going to win yeah, big on I'd, the road at I, UCF. I had picked UCF to cover the spread on that one and I was wrong so they came back a little bit with uh, more fight there um so we'll see how they're going to do coming home against this Florida T- State team that went into Baton Rouge and got a win against LSU. So, um, you know, Florida State they're they're road tested and. and- So I I think they can get it done, but we'll we'll see what Louisville shows up.
0: Yeah, I think that's a conclusion I came to. I I watched Louisville last week. They're still really, really struggling on offense. They couldn't find a rhythm. They got a couple little gimmick things here and there that got them the touchdowns. Uh, Their defense played really, really well. Uh, And, uh, you know, a couple goal line stops there uh, down there to win that game. Uh, But I I was not impressed with the way Louisville went down there. Uh, I, I... I think this Florida State team is solid. Uh, I don't think it's going to be capable of beating elite teams, but I, I think they're one of those teams that you're going to look at at the end of the year and they might have eight, nine wins. And you're like, this isn't a very good team, but they have nine wins. And uh, so I think they can go into Louisville. It'll be a little difficult on a Friday night, but this probably will set where Florida State is too. Uh, you know, can they go into Louisville win? and cover that spread and sort of at least make themselves a relevant team uh, before they get into ACC play. And then uh, let's go to the next one, Um, Miami-Texas A&M. I think ESPN certainly had this one pegged as (laughs) the the showdown of uh, of teams that are wanting to break through and get into that playoff, but uh, A&M, did what A&M has done, I don't know, possibly since the 1890s and uh, scored 13 points in a game versus Appy State. Didn't even look like they really deserved to win. It wasn't even one of those games where you watch it and go, well, Appy State sort of lucked their way into it. Uh, Appy State was a better team on the day in all facets, defensively, offensively, special teams. Appy State was the better team. and looked pretty poor the whole game, so... Uh, Let's talk about the A&M one, and then we'll get into the Miami A&M game. What would you make of A&M this last week? I, we we had a – I don't think we were aggressive on the underdog play, but we knew it would be a tough game.
1: Yeah, they just can't seem to get their offense going under yeah. King, a, a quarterback. Uh, I, I'm really kind of shocked with a, a lot of the talent they've got on this team, and they just can't put points on the board. Defense has been solid in, in both of their games, but they just they can't put up the points, uh, and, and that's going to be problematic, and, and they got to get some consistency here. Uh you know, getting into that Miami A and M matchup, I I would have liked Miami a lot more. Yeah. Had A and M won last yes. week, uh, losing two at home in a row at College Station, I I, I just I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's where I, I came from. Where I, I I think I was last week. I was bullish on that Week Three game where I thought Miami might be getting, you know, double digit points. You know, ten to fourteen points if A and M, you know. Played, I don't want to say strong because they didn't even play all that strong in week one. You could tell their offense was still struggling. But, you know, you you figured versus an happy state team that allowed North Carolina to, you know, score 60 points on them. You you know, I I don't think the offensive talent between A&M and North Carolina, I'd call, would be a huge gap. So you thought if a was gonna be able to score points on Appy State, they were not. And
1: yeah, I had the over in that game. <laughs> that was one of my misses.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Appy State probably probably should have scored two or three more touchdowns, so uh, there is that to play in there. But yeah, uh, the number came in at five, and that's where I got, well, this isn't as good. And I, I think that's probably a story throughout this. Every number I saw was a little off where I want it to be. I I think even if it was, you know, seven, uh, get that full touchdown off that, you know, sort of key number. I'd lean a little bit towards Miami. But I'm just like, are they going to, is A&M going to lose two straight games at home? And I just can't real be aggressive in that one. But uh, I I am. I am curious to see what this Texas A&M offense, uh, if they are struggling to, Move the ball on Appy State. I, yeah, I can't convince myself that they're going to be lighting up the scoreboard here versus Miami.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just got a big red flag on this matchup. Yeah. I, I, I really, really want to take Miami, but like you said, it's not quite enough points. Plus the the factor of A and M losing to a row at home. I just, I, it doesn't happen that often. Yes. Um, and, and so that's that's just getting me to stay away. You know, gun to my head, I would probably lean Miami, but I, I'm staying out of this one. Yeah,
0: I, I think I threw Miami in a parlay down there as just sort of, you know, parlay filler. But I I think it went from last week sort of being ready to be aggressive on this game and take, uh, you know, the plus to – sort of, yeah, this is parlay filler at the ball. I, I think on. you
1: hit it nail on the head, you know, if A&M had come out and put 30, yeah. 30 or 40 on, on App State and just took care of business, this would have been a double-digit spread. Yeah,
0: I, I think even if they had lost to Abbey State and it would have been like 35-28, you know, 38-35, or hell, even the 60-63 that I would have been, oh, okay, at least A&M can score some points. But watching that game, they were lucky to get the points that they did. They have one play, which is handed to the running back and that's about it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that's about all in the ACC that I thought was big time. Uh, what do you got bets-wise uh, out of the ACC? I just
1: got one Friday night, and I'm going to take Florida State to cover the two and a half. I, I think this is going to be a hard-fought game, but I like that number being under the three. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think they're a better team. And like I said, they, they've already gone into Baton Rouge, so they've, they've proven that they can play in yeah. a hostile environment. Louisville is not Baton Rouge. so
0: Well, no, technically it was New Orleans, but... Oh, well, (laughs) yes.
1: I apologize, but I'm a little off there. But still, I I think that you can count that as a road game. That
0: is correct. (laughs) I I would say still the Superdome, hostile environment, nonetheless, uh, playing uh, LSU. Yeah, so
1: I I just think Florida State's just going to have just enough to get over that uh, two-and-a-half.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, as well, uh, leaned with you. We're teamed up. uh, So... uh, Everyone beware.
1: You be, might want to fade us. <laughs>
0: that probably means Florida State's going to score three points and have five turnovers, and Louisville's going to win 13-3 to or something. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I think it's been a while since we've both been teamed up on taking a Florida State team favored on the road. So uh, we're going to give it a little uh, down on this one. So uh, I got Florida State minus the 2.5 as well for 250. Um, and I got one more out of this, NC State minus 9.5. First texas tech uh i i just think this is a game where nc state probably finds their rhythm here plays really well i, I think texas tech will struggle on the road um you know they played pretty well in that houston game a, another game that probably uh sort of killed a couple of games for you as houston uh you know didn't quite play yeah. as well as probably they should I, I watched a lot of that game and once again, it was the Houston thing where they were the better team. Well, but uh, even, it, it finds a way into overtime. Even in
1: overtime. Yes. They had Texas Tech to 4th and 24 and gave up a 25-yard yeah. game. That's uh,
0: ignoring the uh, kickoff return that they gave at, up after they had just taken the lead. <laughs> and then uh, Texas Tech only needed about 15 yards to kick the field goal at the end of the game. And
1: Also... It, uh, you know, not a good look, Texas Tech. Storm in the field after beating Houston. <laughs> yes, I know. Especially
0: considering you beat them last year as well. So, uh, hey, whatever. Maybe they thought uh, Ware was still playing quarterback and it was the 1980s. I don't know. But uh, nonetheless... Uh, I like NC State minus the 9.5. I think they're going to roll in this game. I think Texas Tech, like you said, they were all hyped up after beating Houston. So I I think this is a letdown spot here for Texas Tech. So I like NC State minus the 9.5. I got 500 on that one. All right, let's go to the AAC. These aren't big matchups, but uh, they're interesting ones, I I think. uh, You know, might decide who wins six, seven, eight games. But uh, the first one. Kansas, Uh, speaking of the underdogs that I liked and
1: uh,
0: almost hit, almost hit that uh, big-time UNLV-Kansas parlay last week. Uh, Just needed UNLV to make one drive there at the end and uh, couldn't quite find it, but nonetheless, Kansas off to a 2-0 start uh, and looking like a good football team. Now, I, I know both you and I really like Lance Leopold, and he's gotten this thing really, really nice. And they sort of play his style. They look like Buffalo. Uh, you know, uh, not this year, certainly, but uh, <laughs> uh, Buffalo when Lance Leopold was there. We mentioned Houston, who probably should be 1-1, one one, but uh, they probably should have lost the UT San Antonio game, and they probably should have won the Texas Tech game. They have the record that they have, but... Uh, What do you make of this Kansas Houston game? Can Kansas keep this going and go into Houston and win? Um, You know, it's uh, we're going to get to it with UT San Antonio, but this is a two. Three straight pretty rough games for Houston. You know, there's no patties. They open at UT San Antonio, then go to Texas Tech. Now we're at home playing a Kansas team who just went into West Virginia.
1: Well, it worked out for Houston. You know, they got the win in the conference game. Uh, So, you know, and they're coming back into another non-conference game here. So even if they got the loss here, they're still looking pretty. Um, But, you know, Kansas is looking good, and they're getting a lot of points here. I've been eyeballing this one. be interesting to see what uh, energy Houston comes out with after, uh, you know, back-to-back overtime yes. games. Um,
0: We're going to get that with UT San Antonio yeah, yeah.
1: as well. Uh, so, I, and, and, you know, Kansas is playing with a little bit more motivation, mm-hmm. I think, than Houston. Houston's kind of like, well, we've already got a loss. Yeah. So we'll see. But they're coming home here. In a
0: non-conference game as well.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it wouldn't shock me to see Kansas get another big, solid win. Uh, this would be probably this would be a huge signature win for them. Uh, probably even you know. Technically better than the Texas win yes. last year because this Houston team is probably better than that yes. last year's Texas team, um, but we'll see. You know, I think that I think they could keep this close for sure, especially the way Houston hasn't been able yeah. to put things away mm-hmm. like they should.
0: Houston is just prone to play uh, close games, so uh,
1: look at their coach. Yes,
0: <laughs> 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 definitely so. So uh, definitely, I'd lean coaching matchup wise uh, to Kansas, nonetheless. Uh, but let's go to the other one. I, I was, I. I I asked earlier your opinion on this game because, you know, SMU's at Maryland. I I just – I don't think we have a real feel for Maryland. I I talked to you. They beat Buffalo, but then Buffalo the next week went and lost to Holy Cross. Then they beat Charlotte pretty good, but uh, the week before Charlotte, uh, I can't remember which uh, Carolina uh, team they lost to. That was a subdivision team, but they got handled pretty good as well. Uh, So, I mean, basically Maryland has played two cupcakes. SMU, uh one cupcake, and then I-, I think what I'm banking on here is the more impressive uh, going up to North Texas and uh, not just winning but beating them pretty good. So uh, what do you make of this smooth maryland matchup here?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a, a high-scoring game. You know, we looked at that line. It's like at 71, 72. So these guys are going to be going back and forth. I couldn't really get a good read on either one of these teams yet. I just don't have enough on them yet uh you know Maryland hasn't really played a real team yet yeah. this is probably their toughest matchup on the year can they keep that high-powered offense yeah. going up against a legitimate team uh, uh, can uh, the
0: defense uh, also hold yeah SMU whose offense is yeah who,
1: well SMU's offense is almost right there on yeah. par with Maryland's I look both of these quarterbacks I think have thrown for 650 plus yards yeah. on the season in two games uh, so look for a lot of a lot of yards here uh, could come into a turnover matchup yeah. who commits most turnovers will lose the game um that's why I'm kind of staying away because you you really can't tell which side it's going to go. And it wouldn't shock me to see either one of these teams win.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I pulled it off my, uh, you know, straight bet list. I, I threw it into one of my parlays. I just, I don't know what Maryland is. I thought coming in that they were a pretty poor team, but uh, it, it seems they scheduled pretty smartly and scheduled two teams who are uh, really, really poor. So uh, this game will be you know, intriguing to see if Smoo, who I, I think is a legitimate team, on their level, probably above their level, really, uh, if they can sort of hang with SMU. And if they can beat SMU and beat them pretty impressively, then I'll I'll sort of start to uh, look at Maryland a little bit differently, because I I think we're both sort of looking for teams in that uh, Big Ten that uh, isn't uh, Ohio State uh, (laughs) right now. I
1: don't think anybody's standing (laughs) up right now after that Wisconsin loss (laughs) last
0: week. Yes, definitely (laughs) so. uh, um, do you want to get to your UT San Antonio bet here or do you want to wait till we get down here into the Big 12? Let's
1: let's wait for the Big 12. All right, here, so. let's
0: get to the Big 12. All right, we're going into the Big 12. No
1: bets in the AAC for either no one. No bets
0: in for the AAC for either of us this week, <laughs> uh, which is probably a little strange cuz I I think we're both pretty big on this conference, but uh Big 12, we're going to start out Oklahoma versus Nebraska. The big news here is, you know, Scott Frost probably mercilessly finally
1: uh, let go. I was a little surprised, I was looking, they could have saved about $12 million waiting till October 1st, but that just goes to show you how much money Nebraska has, they don't care. uh,
0: The other thing is uh, his friend and teammate is the AD there, so that might have been eh, what we call a little bone (laughs) thrown his way uh, for having to (laughs) uh, go down to your friend and teammate and fire them from their job. you know, it, it just never worked out for Scott Frost at Nebraska. Yep. And honestly, I, I, I'm really, really shocked at how poorly it went. Because, um, I, I mean, w- we wanted Frost here at Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, a couple of years ago. And he just never could write this ship. So, do you think this is a coaching thing? Or do you just think this is Nebraska and, you know, Frost will probably find another job and sort of build his career back up and it's just Nebraska. No one can win there. Basically, since they... Can Solich in uh, two or three after winning nine games, other than maybe one or two Bo Pelini years. Yep, I think Pelini got
1: nine one year.
0: But even then, it was he wins nine, then he wins six. It it was never you know consistent nine nine nine. They just have never found uh, their rhythm. So is this Scott Frost bad coaching, or is this just Nebraska? It's not what we know from the seventies, eighties, nineties.
1: It may may just come down to the simple recruiting and getting the right players at the right time. Bad
0: moves to the big
1: 10. Yeah. And, and, you know, and weird scheduling and and just kind of being that in between area where they're kind of, they're, they're more of a, they, they don't really fit in the big 10. Like you said there, that that's a tough spot and, and recruiting there is not as great as it used to be because they haven't been a power in a long time. Um, but, uh, you know, I didn't really see anything coaching-wise that really impressed me either. I mean, no. they never looked...
0: That was what's so hard. His, his record was so poor in, you know, one-score games. Yeah. It, it was ridiculous, and, you know, you sort of think about it. If he wins even, like, half those one-score games, Nebraska's probably 7-8 win team a couple of those years, and instead they don't win any of them, and he's winning four or five games a I, year.
1: I, you know, and I really look at the quarterback play he's had while yeah. he's there. He's had pretty poor uh quarterback performances and and, you know he had martinez there for i guess three years that was terrible and 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 that was pretty much his whole tenure there so um just couldn't find the star playmaker to to take get it done and, and never really could quite get the offense going that he had or the defense. And so just a really mess of a situation. I I think he can succeed elsewhere, but I think he's going to have to step back probably uh, to a non-Power 5 team again and Mm. work his way back up.
0: Yeah. Uh, We'll see where he lands. Uh, We'll see where Nebraska goes. I'm sure uh, they have their eye on Kansas. I I think I mentioned it last week. How long will Lance be there as he's basically turned this Kansas program around in Two years. Oh, yeah,
1: if he can get this Kansas team to a bowl game, yeah. he's gone. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be people scooping him up.
0: Yeah, definitely so. All right, so uh, Oklahoma-Nebraska oh, overall, uh, what do you make of the matchup? Do you think there's a little, you know, firing boost from Nebraska? Uh, or do you think this is just – this is probably going to go from bad to worse as this season I, I, I think this
1: is going to go from bad to worse. I think you're going to have uh, – players maybe start looking at hey where can I go now uh you know they might wait to see who's coaches around but I mean there's nothing really to fight for now they've already dropped two games should have dropped three mm-hmm. uh just real ugly start and uh I mean I guess only one conference loss uh, yes but uh I, I don't know how much fight they're gonna have in them really and, and this Oklahoma team has just offensively got way more firepower
0: Yeah, I I, I think I stayed away from that just based on I was a little nervous about Oklahoma going into Nebraska. You know, this is an old traditional rivalry, a real one uh, from two teams who should be rivals and not in opposite conferences. So I was a little nervous about that. And then you get maybe, uh, you know, one or two games where these guys, you know, Play a little above their heads for, you know, new coach, uh, recognizing that you just got old coach canned. Uh, but uh, so I stayed away from this one. Uh, but I, I will say, I, you know, I, not a ton. It wasn't like I was aggressively ready to take Nebraska in that plus 11 and a half. I just was sort of blackout on this one uh we'll see uh, what falls but uh yeah i I, i'm curious to see if we get any boost whatsoever uh as bad as nebraska's been because it's been really bad uh this year you you mentioned they could very easily be 0 and 3 instead of 1 and 2 yeah uh so let's move on to our next game out of the big 12 ut san antonio uh big game number three here uh this is quite a (laughs) opening uh set here uh the Army game played out pretty much as I called it last week, where I said, I think they might start out a little slow, which they did, and then by the fourth quarter, found the rhythm, but they got a little bit too far behind. Game went into overtime, uh, was able to win it in overtime, but uh, nonetheless got that tough win at a noon game in Army after the uh, tough loss to Houston the week before in overtime. Now they go to Texas. Um I, I think we were both a little impressed with Texas last week. They stepped up uh, defensively. I thought that was probably the best I'd seen Texas play defense in, I don't know, uh, 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> when for was sure. the last time Mac Brown was there? Uh was probably the last time I saw them play any type of defense like that. Uh, offensively, you know, it, it was hot and cold. They were able to move the ball up into a point in the red zone and then, It it sort of petered out. And their quarterback went out. And their quarterback went out. Now, you know, I I don't know how much of that it played because those two were battling for the job in the summer. um, You know, and they're both high-end recruits. That's, you know, that's the thing where I don't, you know, both of them were very top-end recruits, so it's not like either one's talent was ever in question. But, yeah, uh, yours was playing pretty well. Uh, They still were having red zone issues before he went out. That probably is what... Decided the game was yeah. they weren't able to get, you know, touchdowns, and they traded them for field goals and then missed that chippy right there at the end. Yeah,
1: I was watching that game and I, I looked over at my father-in-law. We were watching the game together, and I was just like, Texas needed touchdowns here. If you're going to beat a team like Bama, when you get those opportunities, you have to get the max points and settling for those field goals was was the game breaker there. Uh, but you know, largest crowd ever on hand in Austin. That was that was a, for for them, uh, big-time game. But uh, I'm interested to see if they come with that same energy this week because yeah. they're going to need it.
0: I, I was talking to the wife as I was watching the game. I was like, Bama can play awful and, and still find a way to win. To beat Bama. One, uh, a couple of luck things have to go your way. And I, I think Bama having 16 like, penalties in a game probably counts as that because I-, I don't think I've seen a Nick Saban team since he was, <laughs> like at yeah. Michigan State, have 15 penalties or 16 penalties in a game. And then you have to get touchdowns. You have to get touchdowns a- and build a lead. So you know they're going to make a push there in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They didn't get that they got field goals and you know they didn't come away with a win but uh, i did at least say texas played good game good defensively mm. I, I think that was the biggest thing they didn't just get torched you know offensively so let's shift to this game ut san antonio this is another tough opponent do we get the letdown off the bama game or does texas ride this and uh, you know build momentum here onto the season
1: yeah i think i think you're gonna see a little bit of a letdown here probably not as much as You would have seen had Texas beat Alabama. Um, But there's a lot of things here that that could have made this line even sweeter. I've been actually eyeballing this one for a while. Uh, You know, had UTSA not gone into overtime the week before, had had Texas beat Alabama, I think that would have shifted um, the line a little bit uh, right there. Would have probably got it over the two-touchdown mark. Um, but I like this UT San Antonio team. They have got uh, they can run the ball really well. They play solid defense except for a play-action pass mm. against Army. <laughs> um, but
0: well, Texas might want to start practicing that because they seem very confused. But I, like they didn't think Army could <laughs> throw the ball. Like it was illegal. <laughs> uh,
1: but I don't think they'll come out with the same defensive scheme because, you know, you have to come up with a unique scheme to defend yes. against Army. So I think they'll be able to play a little bit uh, better defense yes, against this Texas team. So um if Texas comes out struggling to move the ball I, I think this game could be competitive yeah uh the number was what I I, I wanted two
0: touchdowns here I, I don't like that 12 and a half uh, especially off UT San Antonio home game big one one first Houston then up noon game in Army and now back playing in Texas in a really really big game that's just three. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. And, yes, Texas had their big game last week, but they also had the cupcake. UT San Antonio hasn't had their cupcake. I, I think if UT San Antonio had had just an easy one this week and then had to build back up the next week, uh, you know, just sort of try to rev up for this game, I, I'd be a little bit more. So I pulled off that. I, I think I do have UT San Antonio in a line Parlay because I, I do think there's definitely a chance they can hang with them. And if they uh, can control Texas's running back uh, – yeah. I'm curious to see if Texas can control UT San Antonio's running game. We saw them control Bama's uh, pretty good, but uh, I wonder how much that that is. Bama still struggling along the uh, offensive line, not getting that uh, running game going like they have the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, I've noticed a lack of. the Bama's receivers haven't really stood out much yes. very well this year either. That's
0: a little hard to do, though, considering they've had uh, first-round receivers for, yeah, like, four of them. <laughs> for, I don't know, six straight years, eight straight years, whatever, Julio Jones and on.
1: I will say, watch this line. It could uh, creep back up. It opened at 13.5. It got down to 10.5. It's already back up at 12.5. Uh, game day as more uh, casual bettors yeah. g- come in and bet on Texas. This could get pushed up to 14. I doubt it makes that that jump. I'd say 13.5 is probably the max. I don't think they want to give you that two touchdown. Mm. Uh, but you may get a little bit more uh, yeah. value here if you wait. Yeah,
0: I, I, I might watch it and if it gets to that 14, but I don't think it will because I, I think, you know, the odds makers are too smart. Yeah. They, they know the second they move it to 14, uh, a bunch of, you know, sharp betters are going to come in and pound in money on UT San Antonio. Uh, I, I think they know keeping it at 12 and a half, they'll scare off people from grabbing the UT San Antonio, and it's, it's a big spread for Texas. So I, I think they sort of got it where – it'll be even betting throughout so yeah keep a watch because it has moved a little bit and maybe uh, yeah. a lot of money comes in but i 13 and a half might be the top end that you probably get uh, ut san antonio on but uh yeah all right let's move to the big 10 uh
1: Let's, let's get my bets in here. Oh, yeah, 12. I forgot. You, you, you don't have any bets <laughs> I don't have any yet. 12 bets. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw, uh, you've got it in Conference USA. We've talked about this game. I'm going to go ahead and give well it now. Well, it was
0: next to UTEP. I, I just saw a lot of <laughs> U's in uh, Texas schools. <laughs> I'm
1: taking the points here with UTSA. I think they're going to be able to keep this one within that 12 and a half. So I'm taking UTSA, UTSA plus the 12 and a half. I got 250 on that. Uh, And I also like Oklahoma big. Minus 11.5, I think anything under two touchdowns is easy money. I've got two units on that $500. Uh, Oklahoma wins big at Nebraska.
0: Yeah, nothing for me out of the uh, Big 12 this week, so uh, we'll move to the Big 10 where... uh I'm a little light as well.
1: (laughs) That's a big goose (laughs) egg on Big 10 for you. So we're
0: uh, AAC, Big 12, Big 10. No straight bets for me. (laughs) They will be in parlays. (laughs) All right, uh, Big 10. couple matchups here. Purdue-Syracuse. I I think this one is intriguing because Syracuse, I think, has played uh, well for two straight games here. Now, the other one sort of a gimme. Uh, But that first game... Uh, beating Louisville the way they did and then watching Louisville's defense sort of shut down Central Florida I, I think you sort of look at that and go hmm interesting uh Purdue I-, I don't really know what we have uh we'll probably know a little more with what Penn State does uh but uh, sadly this game goes before that one so we probably won't know uh, but so uh Purdue at Syracuse. Where are you sitting here? What are you thinking in this game?
1: Yeah, I I was actually kind of surprised at the line on this one. I thought Purdue would come in a little heavier favorites. Maybe that's just because I was bigger on Purdue uh, preseason. But, you know, going into the Dome is, is tough. And and Syracuse has already got a couple of really solid wins. They're looking good, uh, but I, I like I like the play here with uh, getting even money on a pick'em game for Purdue. Uh, I just I think their offense is is waiting to explode, and I think we could have a, a good show here.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I just I couldn't take Purdue. I, I certainly, it, I, I'm scared of Syracuse in the dome, uh, especially since Syracuse might be good, and that's what scares me, Purdue going to uh, Syracuse, tough place to play, only a pick em. Uh I, I think I'd be more likely, if you could move that, which I, I don't think it'll move to where people are taking Purdue, and I can get a couple points on Q's. I, I might end up taking Q's, But I, at pick I probably won't be aggressive. I'll still just look at them. But uh, I, I'm really interested to see this game because uh, I, I think we're looking for good teams here in the Big Ten, and you know Purdue's one of them. We think is good. They had a tough matchup versus Penn State, and and then the easy one. But uh, I, I we'll learn a little bit more uh, about Purdue here because. Uh, we're really, I, I think, searching for good teams in the Big Ten because uh, last week was not a good week. <laughs> Certainly on the other side of the bracket where the Iowas and the Wisconsin's a- and such lie. Uh, I had to watch those games visually with my <laughs> eyes. Uh, I don't know if I fully recovered <laughs> other than I passed out for a little five-minute window there and all of a sudden Klausman Slovis was no longer in the game. But uh, and nonetheless... Uh, I, I just I, I crossed this one out because I was waiting and see. Uh, next up, big one, uh, rematch from last year where Auburn went into Penn State. Penn State goes down to Auburn. Auburn has I, I not looked great. I, yeah. It's a little hard to judge because they've been playing teams they know they can win, so you don't know how much real game plan is going into this how much aggressiveness is going into it but uh, Penn State comes in nice win on the road versus Purdue how do you sort of handicap this matchup
1: here? You know I I tend to lean Penn State here but I, I really don't know a whole lot about Auburn yet this year. Uh, I know they struggled to put points on the board last year. Uh, that was a really competitive game last year at Penn State. Uh, and Penn State impressed me against, in their win against Purdue. Um, but this is going to be a tough road match. You know, a Big yeah. Ten team going down into the SEC. It's going to be a hostile environment. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to watch this one and kind of really figure out both of these teams. Um, if Penn State gets a win here, you look to them to probably be one of the better teams in the Big Ten. Uh, Auburn gets a win. Do you really still know that much about Auburn or is it just another weak Big Ten team coming in? Uh, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes that crossover between where the Big Ten teams lie and match it up against the SEC. Uh, you know, uh, Auburn could be a fourth-place SEC West team and, and probably finish second in the Big yeah. Ten. So we'll see where that goes. But uh, I really couldn't get enough of a feel to want to wanna go either direction in this matchup.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I just think the road will uh, put Auburn ahead, and we'll see where they are. Um, it, it, it's just, even last year's game, uh, Auburn didn't play really well at all, and they still sort of uh, were right there to make a drive or two uh, to win that game, so I think... Penn State probably coming down to Auburn. I, I think these two teams probably are in and around the same level. I think that tips it over. So, uh, yeah, I, I lean Auburn here a little bit. Uh, getting points at home, too. Yeah. I, I really, really like that. Now I, I might come away uh, yelling at how terrible Auburn's offense. Uh, that feels like a 10-year thing. <laughs> but uh,
1: none of, other, than, Cam was other,
0: other than the Cam Newton year. Uh, <laughs> other than that, yes, uh, come away. Angry uh, about what Auburn's offense is, nonetheless. Uh, I kind of like Auburn in this one. Uh, next up, uh, Michigan State goes to Washington. Uh, this one, I, I think... That's a tough road. This one's going to be... Yeah. Uh, Michigan State, eh, We'll. this is a big one. Yeah. I, I will be a more believer if they can go into Washington and beat this Washington team who, you know, uh, we both... Thought in the preseason was going to be a pretty good Washington team. Uh, Hard to judge what they are because they've played two soft gimmies in a row. But I will say, unlike Auburn, they've put it on the two soft gimmies and won impressively. Michigan State, more in the Auburn vein of, yes, they've won, but it's not... Yeah. exactly been impressive uh the wins. so uh how do you handicap a michigan state uh washington
1: oh this this game screams trap yeah. for michigan state uh all over the board i i think that's a long road trip um washington's a tough environment they're 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 playing well they're gonna have a full crowd there and i think washington's the better team yeah honestly um so uh i, I just look at the, i think this is gonna be a tough matchup i think it's gonna be uh a ugly matchup yeah. for sure um But I think Washington in the end will have enough offensive firepower to to put it away.
0: Yeah, and uh, I I guess I just didn't copy and paste it in there. But I did make a bet in this conference. And it was Washington minus the three over uh, Michigan State. I just – I'm going to – Hedge here on Washington, thinking they're the better team here. I, I just don't like Michigan State. I think them going on the road yeah. into this environment, they're going to struggle here, and, and Washington's going to control this game. So I, I do have a bet in the Big Ten. I actually technically have two, but I'm taking the <laughs> SEC team. Uh, so we'll wait till we get down to the SEC side of things before we uh, unveil that one. But yeah, Washington minus three uh, out of this one. I I think you know uh, I I just I think they're the better team. I want to see Michigan State sort of prove it, that they can hang on the road with a team like this. Uh, so, yeah, that one's on that one. Uh, I, I do like uh, your picks in this one. So where are you going on?
1: Yeah, I, I, I already talked about it. I like Purdue here. I'm, I've got a, a $500 play on Purdue to go in and win in the Dome. Uh, and I like the under in that yeah. Michigan State-Washington uh, game. I've just got a $250 play on that. But I looked at that 56-and-a-half I don't see both of these teams scoring uh, near 30. Uh, I think one of them could get to that value, but I don't think both of them. So The I only
0: way that I think that would occur, turnovers. Now, yeah. granted, both these teams have had quarterback or, issues who have led to that.
1: Or like four overtimes, yeah. which yes. I can also see yeah. something weird like I'm that happening. I'm not counting overtimes. But uh, I, I like the under here. Mm-hmm. I I think 56.5 yeah. is a pretty good cushion. I think this could probably be in the 40s. Yeah. So uh, I've got a $250 play on that. Yeah.
0: Keep that in mind. It might come up into uh, my parlay and teaser section uh, in the totals. All right, let's move to conference USA. I I put one game in here to uh, talk about. Well, we already talked
1: about UTSA mm, and yes. and, and, uh, and Houston. So
0: so let's talk North Texas UNLV. Uh, interesting game. Interesting game. Now uh, UNLV went to Cal. Uh, we we talked about them not winning but playing well. Uh, it was a Cal game, so it looked the way it looked. But I thought they played okay. They yep. didn't disgrace themselves, uh, you know, 2016, 2013. I don't remember totally. It was in and around there. So a one-score game. What do you make of this North Texas UNLV team? North Texas going to UNLV. Uh, it's basically, this is these are games UNLV has to win. To be taken seriously, this is a solid North Texas team, but I don't think it's a great North Texas team. So UNLV needs to win this game at home.
1: Yeah, I like UNLV staying at home here. Yeah. I I think uh you know while it's not a crazy environment, you know yeah. not having to travel is always an advantage, and, and I think they've they've really competed. Bringing well.
0: a bunch of college kids into Vegas also helps. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I, I think I think
1: that, you know really impressed me going into into Cal and, and really competing there and almost you know. Coming out there at the with a win that would yeah. have been really good for you on that parlay, um, but I, 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 I would have retired. I, th- I think <laughs> this offense is <laughs> is going to come out really strong again against a weaker defense in North Texas. They're not strong as defensively as Cal, um, so I, I think UNLV's offense could could get flying here and we could uh, get a good game.
0: Yeah, definitely so. I I'm interested to see if UNLV can make that next step and beat these North Texas yeah. uh, level teams. But uh, it was no play on it. I, I couldn't get a good. I just... Everybody seems to be on my UNLV all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know why. I was thinking all year long I'd be getting like 10-point spreads. I guess everybody got burned by and double-digit spreads last year. And now they're favored in games. And I'm like, well, I'm not... That bullish uh, taking UNLV as a favorite. Uh, so, yeah, nonetheless, uh, what bets do you got here in Conference USA? Not a big slate of really I, good games.
1: I, I, so I have UNLV yeah. minus the three. I've got uh, just a one-unit $250 play on that. I'm a little nervous than being favorites. Uh, I like getting the push at three. I do have them in a couple teaser parlays where I've got them plus points. Yeah. I like that a little bit better. Uh, another one, uh, you know, I, I picked a few of these last week. Uh, matchups of bad teams. Uh, I've got UTEP uh, minus the three at New Mexico.
0: You're going for the New Mexico sweep. I think I've I've picked (laughs) in a UTEP game every week this
1: season, either against or or for UTEP. This time, I'm going for UTEP uh, minus the three at New Mexico. The Lobos are just a very bad team, and I think UTEP can get this win.
0: Yeah, we'll see if they can go through the (laughs) New Mexico lands and come away uh, unscathed, but Yeah, I looked at that line. I just, I don't know. It was semi-impressed, first them versus Boise. Uh, They were a little spunky. They couldn't do anything offensively, which, you know, you figure uh, Boise State has NFL-level defenders, so nobody on New Mexico is going to be able to do anything. But I I thought that defense uh, played pretty well versus Boise State. Now when they finally decide to uh, ditch the quarterback they have in there and go with the backup the uh, offense might find a little bit more uh, cohesion. But nonetheless, I thought New Mexico's defense played pretty well. And I, I sort of gauged that, too, because I looked at the total, and this one's uh, at, like, 39 <laughs> on the total. <laughs> so uh, I don't think they're thinking these teams are going to put a, a lot of points on the board. So I just, uh, based on that, I, I just I sort of was a stay away on that UTEP, even though the number uh, does seem... Quite nice, uh, especially uh, after New Mexico State, which I think is the better uh, of the New Mexicos this year. uh, Probably uh, should come away, but uh, I just probably watched too much (laughs) of that New (laughs) Mexico-Boise game, and I was like, "Eh, they're kind of frisky defensively. They get hit one big play on Boise, but nonetheless, uh, yeah. Interesting one. I got one in Conference USA. uh, Western Kentucky's going to Indiana. Uh, Western Kentucky plus 6.5, uh, 250 for me. Um, I, I just I don't think this Indiana team is all that good. Um, I watched them in that Illinois game. They should have gotten throttled in that game, but Illinois did stupid things and didn't come away uh i think western kentucky's talent is comparable i'm not sure if there's going to be a huge home field advantage uh all that much and in they Hamilton. can put points on the board. and they can put points on the board yeah. so uh, i'm curious to see if indiana can put points on the board getting <laughs> six and a half there i really really like that so i look for western kentucky to at least cover that spread uh And that's a 250 play for me there.
1: I think if that had got over seven, I'd have been all over it too. Yeah,
0: I must say, I was searching hard for (laughs) sevens, and I might wait and see because... Uh, the six-and-a-half number to six, five-and-a-half isn't all that um, much. So if it goes down a little bit, uh, I'm not all that concerned. But if I can get it at that seven, seven-and-a-half number, because uh, people just see Western Kentucky, Indiana, and might grab Indiana, uh, I, I would definitely <coughs> jump on that pretty quick. But six-and-a-half, 250 for me. Uh, sadly, I, I didn't find any games in the MAC to really talk about. Uh, it, it's a pretty <laughs> empty slate. Uh, the Max seems to either be playing games where they're going to get brutalized or the teams are playing teams that yeah. they're going to brutalize. Uh, I, I thought about putting Toledo Ohio State on here. Toledo's played pretty good football. Um
1: to be honest, I was looking at taking Ohio State that's minus uh, the 31 on that's that. That's what I, I know. I,
0: is there any chance they can hang with them for a little bit? I just.
1: I think Ohio State's looking it's for a
0: chance. It's not that good at Toledo. Team.
1: Well, and Ohio State's really looking for a chance to flex their muscles offensively. Yeah. They haven't really uh, shown what they can do yet. And I, I look for them to explode any day now for a 60 point win. And. Who better to do that on than a weak uh, MAC team? Yeah,
0: we could uh, maybe t- Buffalo's going to Coastal Carolina, but Buffalo's been so terrible this year. Yeah, I think I wiped that one off. Well, the Coastal map was too. what
1: seventeen and a half yeah, favorites in that one at home. That's probably not going to be close. Uh,
0: yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> what I had to sort through. So uh, no bets for us either out of the MAC. So we'll skip down to the Mountain West and uh, Fresno State USC. Uh, USC looked pretty good last week
1: uh, offensively,
0: sort of. Uh, they looked like a Lincoln-Riley team. They blew out the doors for a quarter and a half, two quarters, and then struggled in that second half. And that was actually more than the South Carolina. I thought I was going to get that back door on that one
1: for sure. You know, I've I've stared at this one for a long time. I was big on USC last week, but I watched them play, and the way they're playing, you said it like Lincoln-Riley, they're – they're gonna be. There's gonna be a game that they're gonna lose this year that they're not supposed to because they just they they make too many stupid errors. They give up too many plays uh, defensively uh, to really dominate the way they're supposed to. And, and Fresno State's a team that's capable uh, offensively for sure of keeping up with them. You know, I looked at the over here, but it was already way too yeah. high. Uh, it was already at seventy. And 71. Fresno hasn't
0: played that many high point games. The first game versus Cal Poly, they didn't even get to forty points in that one. And then that Oregon State uh, Fresno State game. It, it was a offensive game, but it wasn't really like a back-and-forth high-scoring game. It was sort of play here, play there, yeah. and a tight game in the uh, upper 20s.
1: Yeah, I, I I like USC to get this win, but that 12-and-a-half was just yeah. way too much. I think it's going to be kind of a back-and-forth, and, and they may, you know, come out and be up by three touchdowns, and then it'd be tied, and then Fresno up, and then USC. It's going to be back-and-forth high-scoring, uh, but I think USC will get the win, but that 12-and-a-half just made this one untouchable.
0: Yeah, uh, I I, I sort of wanted to grab Fresno because I, I thought the experience at quarterback uh, more so than what was at Stanford could take advantage of this defense because, you know, I, 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 I was watching that second half because uh, the way USC ended that first half, Stanford sort of creeped in there yeah. to the point where it was like, all right, they aren't going to win, but I might be able to get this cover cause, and then the USC offense started sputtering and it was just sitting there and I was like can't Stanford do anything they of course couldn't but I just was looking at the USC team and I was like this team isn't good I just don't know if Fresno's quite good enough we watched them versus that Oregon State game. They played well, but uh, they just weren't as good as Oregon State and Oregon State came away with a nice win on the road there. And I just don't know if Fresno can go in there. I think they'll have pretty high energy because I think they'll want to try to be the spoiler here versus USC.
1: Yeah, I think we could see some blows going back and forth early and and USC pull away in in the third, fourth quarter. Um, You know, it depends on how much they give up uh, as far as how big of that mm-hmm. that difference is going to be? Uh, I definitely trust USC a little bit more here, uh, but I, I, you know, I've got them in a couple of my teasers where I added some yeah. points down. I don't like them uh, a double digit favorite yeah. though.
0: All right, uh, what do you got betting wise out of the uh, Mountain West
1: this week? This this one caught my eye <laughs> first out of any game, and you're laughing at me. <laughs> um, I, I really like this spread here, and you may actually see him in an upset. but I've got a big-time upset special this week. We'll see if it happens. You know,
0: This would be the one uh, your boy Achilles Reign hinted at yesterday in yesterday's show.
1: <laughs> um, so I'm taking Nevada plus the 23 uh, going into Iowa. Uh, Iowa, I don't know if they'll score 23 points in, in six weeks of play at the rate they're going. Um, so... I love getting 23 here. Now, Nevada did lose to Incarnate Word uh, last week.
0: Well, I did a little research, and they're ranked sixth in the subdivision rankings. So... They are projected to be a solid team in the subdivision. Uh, I, I don't know about going into Nevada and routing them by, uh, I don't know, it was large. <laughs> I know that because I was like, hmm, what's going on here? And uh, Nevada had just routed Texas State the week before, and I assume Texas State is better than an incarnate word. That might be a wrong assumption, uh, judging from what I saw. But, yeah, incarnate word, at least a good Good subdivision team this year.
1: But, you know, I like... You know, Nevada runs the ball. They're going to yeah. drain clock quick. Iowa can't move the ball. Uh, they may be able to move it a little bit better against Nevada, but... I'm
0: assuming that quarterback will not be in this week. Uh, he, uh, but I don't know. Maybe he has naked photos of Kirk Ferentz for all I know. But uh, he has been atrocious, uh, basically, since Game 3 of last season.
1: But, uh, I mean, honestly, pretty much... Any team right now in Division One, probably I would take the 23 going into yeah. Iowa. The way Nevada plays control the ball offense, I, I like getting the three touchdowns and change. So I've got a two-unit, $500 play mm-hmm. on Nevada plus 23. Uh, and then we already talked about uh, – or no, we didn't talk about this one.
0: We talked about well, yeah, it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But yeah.
1: UNLV uh, minus, minus the three. three. Yeah, we did talk about that one. So those are the plays I got in Mountain West.
0: Yeah, uh, you can do a little fun things with the Nevada-Iowa <laughs> game because the spread is 23, and then the total is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Thirty nine. So <laughs> I don't know quite how that works uh, when the spread and uh, total is uh, thirteen points uh, difference than each other. But
1: I tell you what, if the under hits, I feel pretty good about my Nevada yeah. twenty three.
0: So you could either go uh, same game parlay and uh, do Nevada and the uh, under, or uh, you know. Iowa and the over, or you can do the fun thing where you could predict your bet, and if you take Nevada and the 23, you can take the over on the other side, and they'll probably just cancel each other out, Or you can take Iowa and take the under on the other side, and they might cancel each other out, or you might get some weird, you know, mathematical luck where they both (laughs) hit at the same time, and you get a two for uh, one on that one, but uh, yeah, just some fun. Numbers (laughs) Numbers <laughs> oh, on that one. 23-point favorite, but 39-point uh, uh, total. Don't see that a lot in the uh, gaming world. Um, I got one out of the Mountain West, and that's another Friday game. Air Force versus Wyoming, under 46-and-a-half. Uh, I grab that now because uh, my guess by game time, uh, night game on a Friday in Wyoming, uh, that thing might be down to, like, 42-and-a-half or, or so. Uh, neither of these teams I'd call her. Explosive offenses, yeah. and you even saw Air Force last week, who uh, we both grabbed very quickly on yeah. that Colorado one. Um,
1: I was disappointed, honestly, with Air Force uh, offensively because uh, they were uh, they actually let Colorado yeah. in that for a little while. And I, I, you know, they they went out, got off to a big lead, but they kind of let Colorado come back in, which surprised me a little bit. But then they pulled away and got it done. Uh, but uh
0: well see that's where watching uh, cuz i had that game on one of the TVs in the uh power hour of nap hell uh where <laughs> every game was atrocious <laughs> on all my TVs uh but uh I, I, honestly air force got up and then it looked like they were trying different sort of plays on offense <laughs> to uh use it as a glorified practice um and then when colorado made one and a half place uh all of a sudden, the option came back and 10-yard gashes uh, started reappearing. So, But nonetheless, Wyoming struggles to score. Uh, they're going to struggle to score on Air Force. Air Force, uh, probably top in bet, 35 points and versus Wyoming defense, which is still a pretty solid defense with two teams that really have no interest in playing a ton of snaps, 46-and-a-half yeah. uh, right now. I think it's pretty generous, especially since I think this will drop pretty quick, uh, you know, by Friday night when people are looking for stuff to bet on. All right, uh, let's go to the Pac-12. A uh, couple decent games, actually, out of the Pac-12 here. We talked about Cal. Uh, you know, uh, nice win versus UNLV. Uh, better start to this year than last year. Uh, they have their style of play. They play their style of play. Um, they're going to Notre Dame. Notre Dame not been great but uh you know honestly we talked about that marshall game and we both had our ears perked and i i think after the second series i sent you a text message and it was like notre dame's in trouble and marshall hadn't even scored yet yeah Uh, i mean you could basically see uh notre dame's offense could do nothing marshall's corners were sitting literally on top of their receivers, saying you can't throw it deep. Uh, we're just going to put everybody in the box and see what you can do. They couldn't. They got a couple turnovers. They got to work their way on offense. So uh, I'm not sure this game's going to be all that pretty. No. Uh, but uh, I can Cal get a really, really big win here and go into Notre Dame? Now, uh, the Notre Dame quarterback that was in is not going to be in. He got hurt, so new guy in there who – He's a little more dangerous uh, arm-wise. He can get the ball down the field, but if you saw it, he came in uh, you know, towards the end of the fourth quarter, and he's the one who threw that pick six to Marshall. So he's a little bit more reckless, too. Uh, You sort of had the guy who was in, doesn't push the ball more than five yards down the field, but he doesn't turn it over all that much, which, based on this Notre Dame's offense, might be a better play than turning it over a lot, where you... Try to at least just get your defense on the field and get a handful of stops and maybe one or two plays go your way. So what do you make of this Cal-Notre Dame game?
1: I want to take Cal here, but I think sheer desperation and and will to win is going to pull Notre Dame through. Uh, But it very well could be another really ugly game. Uh, You know, I could see a 13-10, 14-9 kind of game. Uh, Neither one of these teams are really great at putting points on the board. Uh, You know, Cal only mustered up 20 against UNLV, and i Gotta say that Notre Dame's defense Mm -hmm. surely is better than UNLV's defense, Mm -hmm. especially at home. Um, So uh, I I think Notre Dame was able to pull it out. I don't know if they can cover the spread. I think last I looked it was 10.5, which is quite large for a team that hasn't won a game yet this year.
0: And also doesn't score points.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They haven't scored 10.5 points Uh, in a game. I don't have a play here. Uh, Smart plays, honestly, probably taking the points with Cal. uh, Just a shot there, but. I, I think Notre Dame's going to find a way to get this one because I, I think they've got a lot more losses left on their schedule yeah. and they're going to need to get one near. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I didn't want to be aggressive, certainly not on that spread with Notre Dame at 10.5. I'm not touching that. It was more whether I wanted to take Cal. I think I ended up putting Cal in a parlay down there because uh, I just think that number is way too big uh, for two teams who are – basically virtually identical play styles and play. Uh, So that was that. Uh, I can do without, you know, we're already talking about the coach being terrible. Oh, he's 0-3. Well, one of those games was Ohio State. Uh, You know, everybody's (laughs) going to lose that game, and I can do without counting his bowl loss, (laughs) 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 where two-thirds of the team probably didn't even want to be there after Brian Kelly. So, yes, the Marshall loss Not a great loss. But Marshall's also a decent football team, too. So it's not exactly like the most disrespectful thing. He didn't lose to incarnate word. If that had (laughs) occurred, then I'd be a little more nervous. But, you know, losses at Ohio State and to Marshall and some stupid bowl game where you take over a week before the bowl game, I'm not exactly ready to fire the coach just yet. Maybe give him a year to see what he can do here. Uh, So... That one you might not want to view on your TV. Just watch the bottom line. But well, you know it's going to be on NBC. <laughs> it might uh, spring up a point every, uh, I don't know, hour. All right. Big win for BYU at home versus Baylor. Then yeah. a really, really good game. I We both knew that would be a good one. I think someone had uh, nodded off by then. <laughs> I stayed up through it because I, I knew that one was going to be a good one. I had my power nap in the uh, uh Hour of desperation I, on the 3:30 slate. I,
1: I managed to wake up and watch the third quarter of this one. Um, those those really late West Coast starts are tough, tough on an old man. Yes, but.
0: I know. Well, you got the good side of Baylor on that one. So, and I think it was about the only time they scored points in yeah. the whole game. So, um,
1: really impressed with BYU. Yeah.
0: B- I thought BYU played really, really good football. Yeah. So, new challenge. Going up to Oregon here. Now, we have a bad visual of Oregon playing Georgia. I, I don't know how much of that is just, you know, one, Georgia's a better football team. That was clear. And that game just got out of hand, and then they sort of packed it in and, and yeah. are back up north. Can BYU go up there in to Eugene and win? That's... It's a much much difficult task here. Uh, Oregon's defense still pretty good. Offensive questions. Uh, how do you see this game playing out? Because I think this is really in- interesting and uh, sort of a really key game for BYU.
1: Yeah, I think this is another another great game uh, for BYU. Uh, I think this could go down really similar to the Baylor BYU game. Uh, BYU on the road here uh, is going to be a bit more of a challenge, but uh, I I, th- I think. I think they may be the better team, and, and, you know, we were talking, BYU has an opportunity here to really uh, start standing out on the national, yep. not national level. Uh, they win here, uh, they start looking ahead to see if they can run the table and, and maybe peak at the playoff uh, as an independent. Uh, yeah. You know, Oregon hasn't really impressed me a whole bunch on offense, they looked a little better this week, this past week, but... Uh, We'll see what they do against BYU at home. I think BYU's got a really stout defense that's going to make it tough on Oregon.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just interested to see if, if we get the good Oregon defense. If we get that, this thing's going to be tight because my guess is they go real conservative on offense, Oregon. And then BYU has a tendency, you know, if things get tight, to sort of conserve too, yeah. especially on the road in Oregon. They'll just sort of play it out like the chips do. Um I I really wanted to put uh, BYU straight bet here, but I ended up sort of cowering out because of the road game. But you mentioned it. I I think this is a huge game for BYU. Um, They can put themselves on the national stage. And if they do run the table, they do need to be talked about into the playoffs. Uh, Certainly by who they've beaten. They still got Arkansas on the schedule. Notre Dame. I know Notre Dame. But, you know, that's... They still have legit football players who are decent at football. If you can run that slate and have wins at Oregon over Baylor, over Arkansas, over Notre Dame, and uh, Boise State, they're at Boise State, you know, that's a lot of good wins. So, yeah, big game for them on the national stage if they can uh, go up to Eugene and win this one. But uh, I'm curious to see where this goes. I do like that 3.5, though, I will say. It might uh, work its way into a bet, Uh, certainly (laughs) by late at night, uh, depending how the rest goes. (laughs) All right, uh, I, I think the game we both uh, had our eyebrow uh yeah. raised and on. Uh, North Dakota State, who uh, hasn't gotten a uh, Division One team matchup since about 2016, because uh, mostly most of those teams are no wise <laughs> stuff and said, let's not schedule them. But uh, nonetheless, Arizona scheduled them. Uh, there's not a spread here, but I looked around and most people think it'll be about uh, North Dakota State, a one-point favorite here. I, I think we were both sort of hoping the plus would come. I think everybody knows better. Uh, yeah. I, but uh, North Dakota State goes to Arizona here. What do you uh, you think North Dakota State raises up? I, I was impressed with Arizona again last week versus Mississippi State. They didn't play great, but uh, competitive. But it was, they at least looked like they belonged on the field, but uh, you know, North Dakota State, whole different uh animal, probably the best subdivision team ever, and have been in the championship game uh, 15 straight years, have won it 10 of those.
1: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't put you know this North Dakota State team too far behind Mississippi State, yeah, as far as skill and talent. Um, you know, I don't know at if least starting 11s, well, and, and you know. And, and, you know, they don't have to do the schedule that, say, yeah. Mississippi State does. They don't have to be ready for the big That's dogs week in and week 11 out. On so, 11
0: on uh, 11, you know, not depth-wise because they don't have that. But, yeah. yeah.
1: But, and you know, and they're able to – they've got a lot of teams on their schedule that they can beat no problem. So these big, you know, going up against these uh, power, you know, teams like Arizona, they can really get up and get ready for And And, you know, you've, you talked about it to me earlier. Uh, they've really shown in the past 20 years. Yeah. They get up for these games, and they usually win them. So I, I think if you're getting any kind of plus money with North Dakota State, you take it. Uh, honestly, I'd probably take them up to minus three. Yeah. If it got more than that, I'd get a little worried about it, but I think they're going to get a win here Because sure. also
0: the game doesn't matter technically to them yes. either. Uh, uh, but uh, you mentioned it uh, I, I looked it up because I recall every time North Dakota State played one of these I always take North Dakota State yep. uh, since 2007 they're eight and two straight up straight up that not spread they've won and uh, verse and there's some good ones Kansas State yep. Iowa's in there Iowa State's in there it's not you know uh, just low-level. It, it's legit teams that they've beaten. So, uh, and then uh, since uh, they lost two in 2007, and since then they hadn't lost any. So really they're 6-0, oh, uh, stepping up straight up. So if they're getting points, I, I'd grab that as quick as you can because Sharps are going to be all over that too, pouring in money. Yeah,
1: I don't have that on my picks but because uh, I was really waiting on the line here. Uh, but you can tentatively put me down yes. for a play on this one. Well, that's
0: what I was going to say is up to – Minus four. I still good taking North Dakota State. And honestly. By Game day up to minus six, I might be good, uh, you know, uh, taking North Dakota State. So I'm I'm in on that one, North Dakota State. What the spread is, I think it'll be one, pick them two, uh, you know. So 500 for me on North Dakota State on that one. And then I got uh, Washington uh, minus the three versus Michigan State. I talked about that one uh, earlier. Where are you going? uh,
1: Yeah, I definitely want to play on that North Dakota Mm -hmm. State if it's in that area that we think it's going to be. But I also have a $250 play on this uh, BYU plus three and a half. I think uh, this game's going to be really close, and BYU getting the 3.5, I think they're the better team here, I think that's more just for the road challenge, um, but if this comes down to a field goal game, that 3.5 could be yeah. huge, so I'm, I'm going to go with the value there. Good call.
0: All right, uh, I might jump in on that one as well, so uh, let's go to the SEC, uh, lighter slate of good games this yeah. week. Uh There's uh, a lot of large spreads. (laughs) Uh, You know, we talked about the Auburn-Penn State one. Uh, Next one, Mississippi State, LLSU. Mississippi State, uh, 2-0. Their road continues, though, now going to LSU. Uh, You know, uh, you were pretty bullish on Mississippi State early, uh, which is unusual because I'm usually really bullish on them. I I think I just didn't like the number coming out as Mississippi State minus 3, which is stupid because Mississippi State, is a much better team uh, than LSU from what we've seen right now. I just think it's you know uh, 30 years of (laughs) gambling and LSU (laughs) as (laughs) underdog in a home game uh, in my head, even some of those terrible (laughs) Gary DiNardo teams. uh, You still didn't want to mess with them getting points at home, but uh, how do you break down this Mississippi State LSU game?
1: Well, I I think it really comes down to how aggressive this LSU team's gonna be on defense. Their offense, you know, their quarterback can run the ball pretty well. He seemed to be able to pick up his throwing game there towards the end of that game against Florida State. Uh, They played a cupcake last week, so I don't really read into that too much. Uh, But Mississippi State, you know, they've proven in their last two games that they're going to do what they've done uh, since their coach got there. They're going to dink and dunk all the way down the field. Their quarterback's going to get three or 400 passing yards uh, by just throwing it two yards down the field and letting his guys run with it. Um, So I think – if LSU wants to get an edge here, they're going to have to come up. They're going to have to call some turnovers. I don't know if they can do that. I don't think offensively they can keep up with Mississippi State scoring, so I think they're going to have to make some plays defensively, but uh, it should be an exciting game. Uh, it could be a little bit of a trap for Mississippi State. You know, They they got a pretty comfortable win against Arizona last week, and, and maybe looking ahead, um, especially since LSU's already got that loss yes. on their slate, uh, they may be taking LSU a little bit more lightly than they should, uh, which is – dumb to do on the road but I, I i just i don't see the mississippi state scoring less than 24 yeah 28 points and i don't know if lsu can do that unless they get a pick six
0: yeah that would be the <clears throat> thing where i i might end up grabbing mississippi state I, i'm curious to watch this line and maybe people come in late on lsu uh, just because it is at home, yeah. uh, you know, and then I m- I might be a little more aggressive towards Mississippi State because I, I even if LSU's defense is good, I think Mississippi State's between twenty four to thirty one points, and then you ask yourself, what is LSU's number that they can get to? Maybe they can creep into that twenty four area, and it could be twenty six twenty four type game where we're getting, but if. I, I think if Miss States gets into that 28 to 31 yeah. point range, uh, there's no chance for LSU there. And I, I don't think you really want to be in that game where you're like, well, maybe they can get to 24. And then, you know, <laughs> you're only getting like three points there. So, because uh, this one might be a blowout, too. That would be yep. the other thing I'd say. The blowout leans more towards Mississippi State sort yeah, sure. of thing. So, you know, it, it's just that number two and a half, you know, Mississippi State. Close game, still might come up top, cover that number. Uh, Mississippi State, very much more likely to blow this out, cover that number. So it's hard to sort of wait towards LSU covering that number. But I just, old habits uh, die hard, taking uh, LSU as an underdog at home. All right, uh, let's get into our bets. Uh, I talked about Auburn getting plus three versus Penn State. I got 250 on that one, and then I got a fun little play here. I don't know if people know this, but Georgia has tended to struggle at South Carolina the last
1: Talk couple Talk about years. an SEC shakeup.
0: Uh, now.
1: More than SEC.
0: Yes. <laughs> I don't think it will happen, but you go back the last handful of years, Georgia, who has been a very good team, has had trouble winning in South Carolina, along with freaky things happening like Blankenship missing field goals, Though uh, judging by Sunday, I don't know <laughs> how <laughs> freaky that is. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, I'm going to go with a small little 6250 uh, play on South Carolina money line uh, 1550 uh, uh, for me. So, I didn't uh, have that play, but I like <laughs> it. I, I, you know. <laughs> I'm just going with history. Beamer got some big wins last That's year. Uh,
1: he could do it again this year. He's got a better quarterback, uh, better players on this team. He's he's a heck of a motivator. He's going to have his guys ready. Uh, Georgia better come ready. Now, it, I think if Georgia comes out yes. clicking on all <laughs> cylinders, it could be over quick. Uh, I'm not touching that spread, yes. to be honest. Mm-hmm. I... I, I mm-hmm. I could see them covering Because it. they've
0: struggled going to South Carolina yeah. with very good teams. Teams loaded with NFL players. Yeah. South Carolina not loaded with uh, NFL
1: players. You know, we've seen crazy stuff happen before. Yes. It wouldn't shock me, you know. Why not put a little bit yeah, on that value That play. is
0: pretty much my feeling. It's not a play I think is going to win, but I don't not want to be there <laughs> oh, if it hits because South Carolina has won like three straight at home versus Georgia. So, you know, it's one of those I throw out there, and maybe I hit the jackpot. And if not, hopefully my <laughs> other bets will cover the day. All right, let's go to Sunbelt. couple games here. Troy goes to Epi State. Uh Appy State coming off the big win. Really, they should be 2-0. and uh, I think the season would look a lot different if yes. they had wins versus North Carolina at Texas A&M, but uh, drop that one at North Carolina. Troy going there. Any letdown here for Appy State, you think?
1: No, I, I don't think so. I think this we might see the offense that we yeah. saw against North Carolina in this one, and, and Troy's not going to be able to put up the points that North Carolina did. Uh, I, I see App State in a big one. I think I've got them in a couple parlays. I didn't like the 12-and-a-half yeah. that much, so I bought it down a little bit, uh, but I think it Get the win.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's where I sat here, because... I didn't know which app state. We were getting the ball control defensive team (laughs) versus A&M or the uh, aggressive shoot-em-out team versus North Carolina. They seem to mold to who they're playing, and I don't totally know what Troy is. (laughs) So uh, I guess we'll find out. But, yeah, that number I stayed away from. I'm curious to see if they have a little bit of a letdown here. And then we'll go to Georgia Southern versus UAB. Georgia Southern coming off the big win versus uh, Nebraska. Uh, Can they go into UAB? Uh, get another upset uh, here or UAB probably a little too much to handle?
1: I think UAB is going to be too much here. Uh, I'm staying away from this spread as well, uh, but I don't think Georgia Southern is going to pull off that magic again. I think that was more of just let down and bad yep. performance by I, a, a Nebraska who knew their coach was probably on his way out.
0: Yes, I, I think so as well but I <laughs> thought I'd throw it in there to see if we got any takers at Georgia Southern going like to continue roll. Uh, I got one bet out of the Sun Belt. Uh, I talked about it. Uh, Coastal Carolina minus 14 versus Buffalo. I think Coastal Carolina put it on Buffalo pretty good. Uh, yeah. Buffalo gave up 37 points to uh, Holy Cross over the weekend. Gave up uh, 50 plus to... Uh, maryland uh so i don't think carol still carolina will have trouble scoring we'll see if buffalo can uh, sort of match them points wise but i don't think they will be able to uh do that so coastal carolina minus 14 for me uh 250 on that play all right uh i'm gonna go over my parlays and teasers uh before we get to yours so i get uh, a little bit of a mouth break uh <laughs> before i uh, do our outro so uh Let's go into the teasers. I got a 10.3-team teaser uh, for a total. All right, so we're going South Alabama-UCLA, totaled down to 49.5 over. Kansas-Houston, totaled down to 47 over. And Liberty and uh, Wake here, uh, what is that total at? Uh, That totals at 53-and-a-half. So we got a three-team, 10-point teaser, 53-and-a-half for uh, Wake, uh, Liberty, 47 for Kansas-Houston, South Alabama, usually a 49-and-a-half. Got 125 on that. That's 120 on uh, that 10-point teaser. And then another, we're going the other way. We're going unders on the uh, (laughs) 10-point three-team teaser. Uh, Here we're going Cal Notre Dame. Uh, under the 51 in that one. Uh, Michigan State, Washington, under the 66 and a half. Uh, I think we're pretty safe yeah, I think on you're that <laughs> one. Well, since I'm playing the 56 <laughs> and a half, I
1: think you're definitely safe and on the then, 66 uh, and And then San Diego
0: State versus Utah, total to 59 under on the, that total. All right, let's go to uh, games in my teasers. I got a 13.4-team teaser here. Uh, That's going to be at minus uh, 130, 250 on this one. Memphis down to minus 1. Kansas State down to minus 1.5. NC State to plus three, Oklahoma to plus two on that one. So uh, the 13.4 team teaser. Huh? Yeah, we're always safe in teasers <laughs> till one uh, decides to screw us over. I don't know which one it will be, but uh, one of them will. And then lastly, uh, a 7.3 team teaser uh, to plus 120. Uh, I have Auburn to plus 10, Miami to plus 12, BYU to plus 10. I like on that, that one. one. Yeah. yeah. That one I like. Uh, sort of get all those teams that are getting like a field goal, bounce them up over that uh, key number of 7 in and around 10. Uh, so I like that one a lot, uh, probably more so than the 14, 13 point, because I already know one of those is <laughs> going to ruin uh, my day and lose outright, and I will just be like, why do you play teasers? You're an idiot. <laughs> All right, let's go to my uh, money-long money line parlays on the uh, underdog side of things. We don't have numbers on this, but we're going with the subdivision upset. Uh, Southern Illinois over Northwestern, and uh, Villanova over Army. I'd really look at that Villanova uh, over Army. They play a lot of option teams uh, in their uh, conference in the subdivision. They won't be stunned. They run the option uh, a version of it themselves, and uh, they are one of the Top powers in the subdivision as well. Not quite as uh, dynasty wise as uh, North Dakota State, but they've been very good for a very long time. Uh, and, you know, the talent difference between Army and Villanova is not going to be outrageous. So uh, I- I'm going underdog parlay, but that one might be a little lighter than people think on the underdog side of things. I don't think they'll be favored like North Dakota State, but it might be only like a 3.4. Four-point spread on that one. Uh, My next one, we're going uh, Western Kentucky plus 210 over uh, Indiana and Miami plus 180 over Texas A&M. That one is uh, plus 768 on that uh, two-team underdog parlay. Uh, Our next couple. Get into the big big numbers. All right, uh, we're gonna ride Kansas again. Uh, somehow I've taken Kansas every week as the underdog and haven't made any money on it. But uh, nonetheless, Kansas plus two seventy uh, over Houston and Old Dominion plus two seventy five over Virginia. I kind of like that one. Old
1: Dominion with the Virginia sweep. Yes,
0: uh, looking at that one, pretty good. That one is thirteen twenty five. So thirteen to one on that two team underdog parlay. We're going Western Michigan on my next one. Plus 310. Playing a pit team. They beat last year, if you remember. Uh, I don't think any of us know who's going to be playing quarterback. Uh, You look at that uh, Pitt game versus West Virginia, and then you watch what happened to West Virginia versus Kansas. Uh, You start to get a little nervous uh, what Pitt is. I I don't know if Western Michigan's all that uh, great a crack up. (laughs) Someone had to hold on for life (laughs) as they had to have a 75-yard run to pull out the game versus Ball State. But nonetheless, uh, they beat them last year. This is a worse Pit team, so that 310, I kind of like, especially since Pitt's going into Western Michigan there, and then we're just going to ride the Cal plus 340. Uh, you know, maybe Notre Dame isn't very good offensively, and that continues. That one's 17 to one. I think that one's worth taking a peek at because uh, both their teams they're playing are not very good football teams yeah. right now. One of them might be playing their third-string
1: quarterback. So uh, I don't want to hate on them too much, Yes, as we'll see in a moment.
0: Yes. Uh, but nonetheless, <laughs> one of them might be playing their third-string quarterback, who they were scared to put in when the backup quarterback could no longer even walk. So that – Probably says a lot. And then lastly, my last one, uh, I'm going Rice plus 360 over uh, Lafayette in this one. Lafayette going in to Rice. I I think that'll be a more difficult game than you think. Uh, They didn't play well, uh, Lafayette, in that first half versus Eastern Michigan. Now uh, they put it on in that uh, fourth quarter and scored 28 uh, points in that fourth. (laughs) But nonetheless, and then I'm going to take UT San Antonio to plus 380. That one. Plus twenty one oh eight, so a twenty one to one two team underdog parlay. You gotta love those. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's just go to my regular spread parlays. Uh, like I said, I've hit five uh, on yeah. the year. I've taken, I believe, ten. I'm fifty percent on hitting parlays uh, so far this year. I wouldn't look for that to continue, but. Uh, As long as we can hit one or so a week, we'll be in good shape. But uh, BYU, plus 3.5 versus Oregon. Uh, And then we're going to throw in Southern Illinois and Villanova, Uh, whatever that spread is. I I like both those spreads. Um, Three-team parlay. This one's going to be the big uh, underdog one. UConn, plus 47.5 versus Michigan. Uh, Big ups to Michigan for playing a real, real tough schedule to start the year. I think they've been 30-point-plus favorites uh, three games in a row. 40-plus, two straight.
1: So uh, Then we'll get to hear about how tough their schedule uh, yes. is when they get later in the Big Ten. So
0: Dynamite, uh, real tough scheduling for Michigan to start <laughs> the year. Uh, Colorado State, Hawaii, and Yukon. Doesn't get much tougher than that, uh, mind you. Colorado State just lost to uh, Middle Tennessee at home oh, last week. Uh, that was one of my underdogs I had. <laughs> so anyone thinking Colorado State is uh, a great team uh, might want to relook that. But Yukon 47 and a half, Akron, 47 and a half, and Rice, 12 and a half The uh, monstrous uh, points uh, parlay. Uh, then we're going SMU plus 3 versus Maryland. Northern Illinois, minus two and a half versus Vanderbilt and Western Michigan. Plus 10 versus Pittsburgh. And my last one on the day, Arizona State minus 20 versus Eastern Michigan. I think Eastern Michigan will stroll having that uh, game down in Lafayette going yeah. back home, then going back out to Tempe. Uh, that's a tough little three-thing road trip. I, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet eastern michigan's flights aren't chartered either uh just uh judging <laughs> ucla minus 14 and a half versus uh, south alabama and memphis minus 14 versus arkansas state so that's what i got for the week in my uh, parlays and teasers what do you got for us dynamite all
1: right first off i've got a couple teasers this week uh you talked me into some last week you've inspired me uh i've got uh Uh, This is a six-point teaser, so added, so I've got UNLV, that flop set. You're
0: still getting some uh, juice on that one. Get plus 280 on this. Yeah, I'm getting
1: plus 280 on this (laughs) six-point teaser. I've got UNLV, so plus the six, that flop set from Mm. uh, minus three to plus three in a game. I think they should win, but I just wanted to be a little bit safer there. Uh, And then on to pit. I've actually got pit in both of these teasers. a little nervous, but, you know, I watched that Western Michigan team, a team that I thought was going to come out and dominate Ball State. And they did
0: not. <laughs> I, was, I was nervous about that pick
1: uh, watching that game last week. So this is more of a bet against Western Michigan, and, and I think one of their two quarterbacks, either Slovis or Patty, is going to be able to get out there and, and win this game. So I'm going to take Pitt. Uh, but, you know, with the six points, I think it puts them down to – three- or four-point favorite, uh, so it takes it a little bit more manageable. Mississippi State, that gets them to getting four points, and Florida State, so that gets them to uh, getting about four points. Yes. So I've got those four as a plus. Over
0: the three keys on the three-point line. <laughs>
1: uh, and then uh, on, I've got a five-leg, seven-point oh teaser here uh, <laughs> for 350 uh, starting with that pit team again. Uh, this uh, puts it down to uh, three points, uh, so it gets it to that uh, – Gets it off that hook there a little bit. Uh, USC, this takes it down to a four-point favorite. Uh, Purdue goes from a pick'em to getting seven points at Syracuse. Nice. I think that's good. I think it's going to yeah. definitely be within a touchdown there if they don't win that game. Uh, took App State down to a more manageable spread there. And Oklahoma as well on those five teams. Uh, and then... Last up, I've got the upset special of the week. Uh, I've only got a 62.50 on this, but it blows all your your parlays out of the water. Two-team Moneyline Parlay getting plus 44.01 here. That's 44 to 1. Nevada. I talked about them earlier. I like this Nevada team. Well, I don't like this Nevada team. I hate this Iowa team.
0: <laughs> that would be a. And I like bit. this
1: value here. I think this is incredible value on a team against a team that can't score. Uh, they're averaging seven points a game, and one of those games was two safeties and a field goal. Uh, I'm going to take Nevada money line and another upset. I like UTSA money line going into Texas. So those two together plus 4401. If it hits. I probably won't hit anything good the rest of the year.
0: (laughs) Nor will you need to. But uh, Achilles is following on that one. He was showing. I think
1: he put a whopping $2. He
0: was showing it off to everybody in the store. (laughs) So that's our bet for the week. Be sure to like, and subscribe. Follow all our shows all week. Uh, We just dropped our NFL recap. Uh, We'll be back on Friday to do our NFL picks and best bets. Uh, Be sure to check out everything on the Greenlight Network channel. Uh, That's our show, and we're out. Greenlight Network presents Football time.